Hi guys, Izzy here. If you can hear this message, you have stumbled across season two of the Lost Gal podcast. We are back bigger and better than ever with season two. If you're feeling a little bit lost, a little bit like you need some guidance, some relatable content from a 24, 25 year old gal, then carry on listening and hopefully I can fulfill all your dreams and wishes and worries like like a fairy godmother. So carry on listening and thank you for spending your time listening to the Lost Gal podcast. Bye! I want to brighten up your day, your afternoon, your evening, your morning, whenever you're listening to this podcast. And I thought I'd do a little bit of a different topic. Like normally I do kind of anxiety, mental health, uni, relationshipy, and this is still going to all be involved in that. But because I'm, you know, taking this new side of my podcast, Alice is going to be real. I want to be real. I want to be authentic. I want to be real with you guys, you know? Because in reality, people like to listen to the down and dirty podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, all the podcasts I listen to are like about sex and love Mm. and like, you know, the Rudy, the little naughty, naughty Mm. podcasts. And that's, I mean, I'm not gonna, this isn't gonna be like a fucking, not like sex talking to you guys. (laughs) Alice is coming on to be my new, um, we're gonna do some, (laughs) yeah, we're gonna do some dirty talking ASMR sex talking. No, that's not what this is about. But I thought, why not? I'm a girl. Alice is a girl. We have needs, we have feelings, we have been through experiences. Mm-hmm. Why not talk to you guys on the real about a bit more deeper situations, a bit more real, authentic situations that we go through? Because I want my podcast to just be a mix of things that go on, go on in my life, go on in my head. And yeah, so we thought we'd talk a little bit more about sort of sex and relationships and girly talk. But obviously, guys can listen to this if you want to know how the fuck girls work. Girls work because we are confusing. Confusing. We are mysterious. We do not make sense. We are. And I say this for myself, I hate using this word, but we are psychos. We can be. I can, we can be. Yes. Yes, we can be. Like, we're fucking hard to listen. Like, we, you know, we expect boys to act like they're in fucking movies when we forget that they are not in a movie. And we expect so much. And then you have to sit back and be like, hang on, they're not on a script. They're not going to, they can't read our minds. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. But yeah, we're just going to chat with you about real life right now aren't we we're gonna get deep grab a tea grab a bev grab a coffee might want to grab some wine for this wine put this on you know if you're if you're hanging with your girls put this on in the background (laughs) yeah why not why not do that get a cheese board out oh yeah maybe some brie some halloumi green olives green olives we love green olives i don't but i do love a cheese board some cheddar some what's edam is that cheese yes edam you know, blue cheese, blue cheese if you're a bit stinky. Yeah, blue <laughs> cheese if you're a bit on the, the stinky side. But um, yeah, grab that and join us on a journey of exploration and finding yourself. <laughs> anyway, let me get my Google, why do I keep saying Google Doc? Let me get my Google Doc up on my phone. So let's talk about sex, baby. baby. Let's talk about you and me me what should we talk about first? it's great it's <laughs> oh, i mean it's great we all know it's great if you haven't had sex yet cool but it, you know, <laughs> that's great that's, good that's great you. for you too but sex is great you know i mean it, it can it be shit can, it can yes. be shit and yeah so let's talk about um 
virginity, losing your virginity. I think personally, I think it's fine if you're at an, if you're at this age. So I'm 24, Alice is 19. Mm-hmm. If you haven't lost your virginity yet, it's not a big deal. No, it's really not. It's really not a big deal. Like I think some people, like part of me, I don't know if this is wrong for me to say. Part of me is like it is a big deal in the sense of you should lose it to someone you love. But then the other half of me is like just lose it. Yeah, I mean, me personally, I regret losing mine when I did. Mm. Um, it was to the wrong person. I felt like mine was due to societal pressure. Like, every yeah, yeah, girl yeah. my age was sort of at that point, like, at the time. And, like, I'd been with my boyfriend for, like, not too long, but he was two years older than me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that also added to this, the pressure of it because, obviously, he was older than me. Um, I wish I waited, personally, for me, um, to do it with someone you loved or just someone you trusted I mean both really I think, yeah I don't know I feel like yes I regret doing it so early but at the same time it doesn't like get me down every day like yes it was a bad decision but I'm not like oh my god I've ruined my life like you yeah know what I mean? like things happen and like that obviously at that moment you were like let's do it and I think like when I was I mean how old were you I was 17 when I lost my virginity I was 14 <laughs> see that's I might have even been 18 I genuinely don't remember I was one of the last people in my friendship group to to lose it but I think I think like for me I don't think you necessarily need to lose it to someone you love but I definitely think lose it to someone you trust is important Mm -hmm. and like I don't know like I don't regret losing it to who I lost it to at all because at the time it was right for me and luckily I lost it to someone who I was with for a long time. Like we, we were together for a whole year. I mean, it was my ex. We were together for a whole year before we, um, before I lost it. So like, I knew I trusted him, etc. And uh, yeah, I don't regret it at all. But I think uh, it's a, it's a big because I know it gets a lot of people down if they they still haven't lost their virginity yet. But I think you know it is. I don't know. I don't know. I I'm feel trying. like in a sense, it's better to have waited, like as in it. It's better to have waited for the right person than to have lost it early like I did. Yeah. I'd much rather have waited, you know. Like, I definitely would not have lost it on a one-night stand. Like, no way. Oh, no. See, that's the thing. I, you know, again, it's not too, you know, important. But if, I feel like you should not lose it on a one-night stand no I mean I'm not no judgment or whatever but like I feel like that is something that's quite I don't know what I'm trying to say it is like a big thing like and I feel like definitely if you're gonna lose it to someone lose it to someone who you trust because it's a it's a big deal and it's a big I remember being really nervous and I remember it hurting quite a bit and sorry this is TMI oh, but I remember hurt. there being blood yeah, everywhere me too. and how embarrassing I mean it shouldn't be but I'm saying I know I would feel embarrassed if that was with someone who I wasn't comfortable with or I didn't trust or mm-hmm. equally like vice versa didn't trust me because it's a big deal and obviously like I think it is a lot of a, it's a bigger deal for a girl than it is a boy because yeah. we have things breaking mm. <laughs> we have things ripping up there when you put your willy mm-hmm. inside us like it's it hurts blood goes everywhere it's like a fucking crime scene mine was literally like I'd been fucking beheaded like I'm not even gonna lie like it was a crime scene see mine wasn't too bad it bled but like 
it wasn't a lot. Um, yeah. People react differently, but, like, I just remember thinking at the time, like, it has to feel bad to feel good, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've kind of just got to get past that bit, but, like... Oh, um, yeah, once it feels good, it's good. Like, yeah, what, like uh, depending who you're with. Uh, depending depending who you're with and depending if they know how to use... Exactly. ...their, their member. <laughs> I will say, though, linking on to, like, you know, someone you trust and stuff, I really don't believe that you have an emotional investment in the person you lose no, it with forever. No, that's absolute like, bullshit. The person I lost it to, I literally couldn't give two fucks same, about. Same. I don't think about him at all. I don't I normally think about him now I honestly think that's yeah that's absolute trash because I see that happen in, a lot in like films and stuff they're like they're like oh I'll always love, you love the person that I lost my virginity to like it's like I actually can't even fucking remember like I don't even remember that much about the person I lost my virginity to like I really don't remember yeah we were together like five six years but that was in such a weird part of my life that was in such a part of my life I don't even remember like I don't care like mm-hmm. at all Literally. like I guess I'm just like oh you know he's the person I lost my virginity to cool like yeah I don't even think I, I just don't even I don't doesn't even don't, process yeah. my, like I don't even think about it like I can't even remember really I mean I remember because mine was absolutely awful um in the sense that he was awful <laughs> um but bearing in mind it was his first two I mean I'm oh not I thought judge. you meant like in general, like overall, he oh, was he awful. Is, yeah, even that as well. I agree. Oh, he was brilliant. awful. He That's was an awful person. Spill the tea. Absolutely oh. spill the tea everywhere. Yeah, he was an awful person. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think going on from that, like talking about, because obviously I don't want to, I don't, I've never had sex with myself in the sense of like, <laughs> I don't have a penis that I can curve into myself. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know how to sex with myself. So, like, I, you know, for all I know, it could be fucking awful. I mean, I mean I'm not. I know I'm not. I haven't had any complaints. <laughs> Five stars on TripAdvisor. <laughs> literally. On, literally. Um, but, no, like, but obviously, you can you can have bad sex. Bad sex exists. Like, yes. people are like, oh, like, bad sex doesn't exist. Like, it's still going into your vagina. Like, you're still going to feel good. No, 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 no. Sometimes your mind can play tricks on you. <laughs> so, Do tell. Pray tell. So my ex-boyfriend, I was with him for three years, the guy I did the Boy, Boys and Breaks Up podcast on. <laughs> who he, went? Who wrote a tweet about it, guys. Oh we became famous. We literally became famous. We created a meme. <laughs> anyway, I was with him for three years, and the whole time I was like, oh my God, he's so good in bed. Like, oh my God. He was the second person I had sex with, bearing in mind. But... um. I was like, oh my god, he's so good in bed, like, everything, he's great, like, he's so good. And then I got with my current boyfriend, and I realise, and I sit back and I ponder, and I go, you know what, the only thing that was good about it was the emotional connection at the time. Mm. He was not good in bed. His emotion that I had with him, and the fact that he knew my body, like, as in, like, how to emotionally trick me emotionally into, turn you on yeah into thinking that he every was good hole. in bed yeah but he wasn't I think also like um yeah I was like emotions are so important and I think from being with my boyfriend like the way you feel about someone makes it a whole lot better like if you really gen not that sounds wrong but like I'm saying like with my boyfriend I feel like because 
I've never felt this way about anyone. It just feels so different and so right and just, Mm -hmm. like, great all the Mm -hmm. time. And, like, from the past experiences, it's bad sex exists when I feel like the guy is selfish. Yeah. They're only thinking about them, you know. It's like one pump in, out, done. Bob's your uncle. Mm -hmm. Fanny's your aunt. Like, I've just come to new love, like... Take that. Take that. <laughs> Go on. That's it. And you're you're sat there like, what, am I not going to be serviced? Like, <laughs> I need a full MOT. Is it not time for my MOT? And they're like, no. They like start putting their, pulling their boxes up and you're like, what? Yeah, like, what are you doing, hun? <laughs> yeah. And um, Whereas, that's yeah. bad sex. That, yes. That is bad sex. Bad sex exists when there's no foreplay. Actually, no, that's not all the time. No, no. no I take that back. Do you want like a spontaneous... Sometimes- spontaneous like you know you know you're 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 fucking making the you're frying the broccoli and they're like oh pop it in i mean yeah sure (laughs) is that what you mean by spontaneous yeah yeah but i don't know why you used frying broccoli (laughs) because i love broccoli and i generally am frying broccoli a lot so okay anyway but like yeah but like you know foreplay is important if a guy knows Mm -hmm. how to do foreplay keep him like are we allowed to share personal? If I'm, yeah, go for it. Go for it. So, is it about Ryan? Yeah. Well, if it, will he mind? No. Okay, go for it then. It's just, it's a good thing. Go on then. He will always make sure I'm fully serviced, either before, during, or after. So, what do you mean after? So, like, if you know, if he's, you know, <laughs> concluded, <laughs> then he'll make sure. I will conclude. <laughs> You're right, too many fulfillment. <laughs> I've arrived. <laughs> I always think, like, imagine like a really posh person having sex. Like, Ooh, I'm yes. arriving. I'm arriving. <laughs> You've reached your destination. Um, but yeah, that's I think a man. But yeah, no, I think that's yeah, that is important, and just being. You know, just really knowing the Being other person's passionate to their needs body and wants. Do you have any like weird turn-ons? Not weird turn-ons, but like what? I don't know. Like, do you mean weird turn-ons? What turns you on? I don't. I don't really know. I don't. I don't think any of them are weird per se. Per se? Why are you being posh now? <laughs> I don't think any are weird. I've been per writing se. assignments all week. Concluded per se. Um. You go first. Okay. Uh, I don't even have any word on here. You I know, the basics. Say, I wouldn't say this is a turn on. Like, it doesn't make me drip. But, like, <laughs> it's, like, something I find attractive. Yeah. I have such a thing for hands. Oh, yeah. I love hands. I literally love hands. I hands and arms. Hands. Veiny arms. Boy hands. Boy arms. Like, I just have such a thing for it. I, I would say it's borderline fetish. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. Like, yeah. Like, a nice hand. Yeah, a nice hand. Nice hands. Nice hand, yeah. I think, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like nice. I I get hands, and like, this isn't like what I've brought turns about a guy, but I my ears are so sensitive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mine are, but like, I only touch them when I'm tired, and that makes me fall asleep. No, but like, like, oh, like kissing about them. like an ear nibble. Oh yeah, no, okay, I get that. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I could do an ear nibble. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to turn around and be like, yeah, like feet. No, no, I'm not. My that. feet are so. We've got ugly feet in this yeah, family. We, have, we, we have. have genetically ugly feet. No, feet don't turn me on equally. Like I'm not going to be giving a foot job out every anytime <laughs> soon. So um, yeah, no. 
Okay, next I want to talk about um, numbers. So by that, I'm not going to go into detail with our numbers. I mean, feel free, Alice, if you want to share, but that's not what this... I'm not going to share. But um, numbers, you know... Does it matter? Does it matter? Do numbers matter? Is it okay to have a high number? Is it okay to sleep around? Is it okay to, you know, sleep with who you want? What would your opinion be if... You were on a date or you really liked a guy and he was like, this is what I want to talk about, the kind of, what's the word, um, double double standards. So I was speaking to, let me put a little question out here for you. Mm-hmm. I was speaking to a friend the other day and um, we were talking about numbers actually. And he was like, yeah, like I've lost count. It's definitely over like 60 or 70 girls. And then, he, and then he's recently single and he was like, but I wouldn't be able to date a girl if I'd known she'd slept with like 20 plus, 30 plus guys. See, and I, I was, that. I was thinking, but it's okay for you to have slept with, like, how do you think she's going to feel? Like, mm-hmm. but it's okay for you to have mm-hmm. slept with 70 plus guy, girls. Yeah. And I get this, like, I've quite a lot of, like, I work with a lot of guys, like, I hear a lot of things. And it's all pretty much kind of double standard. Like, it's okay for them to have slept with tons and tons of girls, but they couldn't date a girl who had multiple guys. Or, like, they were saying, oh, you know, and I know this guy, he's had a few threesomes in his time. And he was like, I can go with a girl who's had threesomes. And I was like, and it's just that double standard. Like, what, what, what's your opinion? Of, what do you think about that? I think, yeah, it is double standards. And I don't think it's right. Mm-hmm. Um, on the number side of things, I personally get a bit, like, cringed, you know, if I hear, like, a boy I like slept with loads yeah. of girls, but at the same time, it's the way they handle it. So yeah. if they're like, "Yeah, I've slept with like sixty girls. I don't give a fit, blah blah blah," like brag. Yeah, I've slept with pussy like, mate. Then it's like, yeah. "Fuck off, bye." I'm not talking mm. to you again. But if they're like, "Oh, I don't really want to say," and they kind of just say, "Oh, you know, like a few, like quite a lot," but then they're like, "Oh, mm. but it doesn't matter. Like, I don't want to say. It was a period of my life. Like, blah blah blah." Then fair enough, you've handled it well. You know, you're not bragging mm-hmm. because we're all entitled to a bit of a hoe face. We've all been there. In a way, and I think it helps. It helps. A bre- after a breakup. It helps you get over people. It helps you find what you like. It helps you then... It helps you, I feel like, prepare for the person you want to be with for the rest of your life. Yes. And, like... But I don't agree to, like, sleeping around and stuff if you're, like, talking to multiple different people. No, I couldn't do that. Time. But if, like, you and the boy or you and the girl agree that you just kind of want some fun... Yeah. Then... It's fair, like, I don't see the problem. But if you're, like, you know, getting people involved emotionally and yeah. just sleeping around, then I think that's bad. And purposely messing people around, like, yeah, come on, like... I think that's bad. I think, like, if you know... If you're sleeping with a few guys or girls, whatever, and one of them ends up falling for you, let's say, but you continue to sleep with him and sleep with tons of other people, I think end it with that guy. Mm-hmm. Because it's not fair, because he's only going to grow more feelings. Like, and then if you're... And if you're just, like, leading him on, I think it's worth just... I think that's when it you should stop. Yeah. But I think, like, I personally think, like, you do you. Sleeping around, having one-night stands is absolutely fine as long as you're being safe. Yeah. I think that's absolutely fine. But, like, going back to the whole, like, guys sleeping with tons of girls. Like, if I, you know, was really liking a guy and he, he turns... And we're talking about numbers. Because I feel like... I mean, do you think you have to have the numbers chat? Like, are you one of the couples that would need to tell I each other about I personally your- would. I would, just purely because, like, I feel like to know each other, really, you need to know each other. Mm. You need to get to know each other's past and what happened and, you know, who the, the person you were. Like, I feel like you need to know that in order to get to know the person. I get that. I think, for me, I would just want to know the number and that's it. Because, like, 
I don't want to know anything else because especially for me as a really anxious and insecure person, that will always play on my mind. Because Obviously I wouldn't want to know how fucking good in bed individuals were. <laughs> Tell me the whole routine. Mm. Show me vids. Um, mm. No, I feel like I would just want to know the number and that's about it. Like I wouldn't really want to know anything about like their ex or anything because for me that would just play on my mind all the time and I'd be like, oh, you know, thinking back to that time. Like I hate thinking about any other, I hate thinking about any other person my, my boyfriend's been with. It makes me feel sick. I hate, I'm like, yeah. I'm the only person he's touched. Yeah, I agree. Obviously I'm, you know, I'm not the most confident person in the mm. world, but at the same time, I feel like it's sort of some sort of like security blanket for me. Mm. I almost feel like because I'm like, I don't want to be your ex, and I want to know the reasons that you broke up so that history doesn't repeat itself. Yeah. Um, I feel like it betters me as a person because yeah. then I know, you know, what happened, like what was the problem, who was the problem. I I don't know. I just feel like it benefits me as a person to be not have this mysterious figure ex figure in my life like now I know who they are I know them if I saw them and stuff like that so I don't know I feel like it helps me in some sort of way in a weird deranged yeah I think it was different for me and my boyfriend because I I it was almost three years that me and my ex had broken up before I got with my boyfriend and I just think it wasn't necessary for me to talk about it because it's the same with me though it had been I just feel like it's three years for me well then I think maybe we're a bit different in that sense because for me I don't think it mattered and I didn't want to bring it up and obviously I talked about how we broke up how he broke up with me and like how that affected me and of course because for the first like six months of mine and my boyfriend's relationship I was very insecure and getting triggered so I had to kind of naturally bring it up because of that Mm -hmm. but that's about it personally like I I think that's about as far as you need to go otherwise it's like why are they being relevant in your relationship but I I think yeah I get that but I also believe that you should be open with each other yeah yeah no of course and if it's asked then answer it we didn't just sit there and go right let's talk about this oh no that would just if it come up then it would come up we wouldn't plan yeah and I think if there's a relationship this isn't me saying about yours but I'm saying like I know friends relationships and I feel like their ex is always getting in the way for no reason like, it's like, oh, we're still arguing about my ex, or we're talking about my ex, or every five minutes, it's like, oh, well, I'm still upset about my ex, and, like, I don't know, like, it's still an issue, like, a year in, and I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, that should shit shouldn't even be an issue from the time you get together, really. Mm-hmm. Like, I met, when I met my boyfriend, like, I was 100% ready, and not and like completely over the situation Mm -hmm. so like it just didn't really need to be brought up unless necessary but um yeah going back to numbers like I think if I was sitting with a guy that I really liked and like we were together or we were thinking about getting together or whatever and he turned around and told me he'd slept with like 50 plus girls I genuinely I'm sorry if it sounds judgy but I think I wouldn't I couldn't help but feel a bit turned off yeah, no, same. Exactly what I was saying at the beginning. I would still be a bit cringed and like, oh. I don't know if I could get past it. So I'm number 51. That's what yeah. sort of would go through my head. Like, I've got to compete with those 50 yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if I could get over it. And I genuinely think it I would make I me would. so insecure. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I could do it. Like, and that's why I think you need to be honest. Because, like, I'd hate to be lied to or not told and then... This is why I think it is important to tell numbers because 
I think if you know we were together and then six months in he was like it came up and he was like oh I've slept with 50 girls then I'd be heartbroken so I feel different on that I feel like if you're like into a relationship long enough and then it comes up like oh I've slept with 50 girls if I'm so in love with you then I'd I'd obviously be like oh okay, okay yeah but I, I'd be I think less bothered I wouldn't I wouldn't like it wouldn't be a a make or break thing like I mm. wouldn't be broke I wouldn't break up with the person mm. but I think I'd be very hurt and insecure I'd be insecure yeah and I'd be quite hurt I think um because that's a considerable amount of people not that it's an issue necessarily and for some people you know that wouldn't even phase them but if I just started seeing a guy and the number situation came up and yeah he was like 50 plus I think it would be a turn off for me yeah yeah it would it is it is but then at the same time it's like most girls if well some girls if another girl goes out and sleeps with 50 people they're like get your life girl that boy broke your heart you know get your life and it's like it's not right like if a boy goes through a breakup why isn't he allowed to like get his life yeah because I just think he is he is but I think I just think it's doing it controlling the situation like for me I don't know how people can have the time to sleep without I was very conscious of my number when I was yeah. through my whole phase. I was very conscious. I was, was very conscious Yeah, and I've, you know, I've always been conscious of the number. And, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I've really not slept with many people. If you compare it to... The majority of our age group. Yeah, mine yeah. is literally tiny, <laughs> minuscule. And I think, yeah, I've always been conscious, so that's why I definitely, like, kept it. Like, yeah, I went through a whole stage in quotation marks, let's say, but, like... I still kept it pretty PG, like, yeah. in the number situation. And, like, yeah. I think it's just in moderation. Like, I wouldn't want to go and sleep with 50-plus guys. No, like, no either. way. Like, like it makes you feel more lonely, I found. When I went through my, again, quotations, host stage, mm-hmm. I found myself feeling more lonely because yeah. you don't get that, like, emotional satisfaction. You don't get the, like, you know, you just don't – because they leave. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Or like, mm. I just, I just felt more lonely at the end of it. I, like yeah. in the long run, it was good for me. I feel. Oh, hundred percent. But 100%, at, it, we all at need the that. time when it like got towards the like second year mark of me being single, I felt more lonely. Yeah. And that's when I stopped and I just was alone. Like, that's when you're conscious of your number. It's about how you carry them. Yeah. Like, don't be cocky. Don't be a prick. Girls and boys. Just hold them, maybe keep them close to your chest and be like, look, I'm really feel bad about admit it. Admit it. Admit that you were a slut. Yeah. No, I, I say slut loosely, like, I don't think anyone's a slut. Like, I hate using that word. But, like, admit that you slept around a bit. Admit that that was you in your whole phase. Admit that that was you, you know, figuring shit out. But you're ready to settle with this person. You're ready mm-hmm. to make them your everything. Like, that's when it comes important. And you need to own that shit. And believe that, and the person you're with will believe that too. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, that is it's completely the way you carry it. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be turned off if they're like, yeah, so 100 people. Bleh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> Get out of my life. I'm not going to be 101, boo. Like, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, talking, obviously, you were mentioning like um, lonely, like 100%. Like, I was never really lonely. Like, I actually fucking loved being single for those. Like, probably the first year, I was like, I hated it because I was just so depressed. Like, you saw me. I was <laughs> fucking like, not even wanting to leave my house. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that first year was when I was being a bit reckless and being a bit of a hoe. But then after that, that I was like, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. And I had two years of pretty much like nothing. Mm-hmm. And like, I was just like seeing guys here and there, like, you know, just getting myself out there, really focusing on myself, hitting the gym, like really focusing on uni. And I really wasn't lonely at all. And I loved being single. And then I was really ready. And when I wasn't looking, I was really ready to commit um, to my boyfriend. And I think I'm as much as I love that single phase. And I feel like everyone I've done, I've done a whole podcast on it. Everyone needs that single, especially at uni, especially at uni. Yeah. Like, I am deep down I'm a relationship girl like 100%. I love being in a relationship mm-hmm. um but then again I always I love being in a relationship but I won't give myself to just anyone like mm-hmm. I'm not a serial relationship like I won't just be in a relationship because I love relationships but I love relationships when I'm with the right person so I I've only been into this my relationship now is my second relationship I've been in hopefully the only one I'll ever be in again and I won't just go with anyone I won't just settle and I won't just be with someone because I'm lonely and I like relationships no but when I'm in one with someone who I love mm-hmm. that is more that is my prime situation like I'd rather that than be single yeah 100% um whereas I know some people fucking love being single see that's the thing when I went through my breakup the first stage was obviously like grief it was just like I Awful. miss you I'm a fucking idiot and I miss you for some weird fucking reason yeah so I did that we both did that we both were absolute doormats Mm -hmm. um then I went through like you know I'm gonna spend some time on my own you know being myself and that was when I had my little host stage you know trying to fill that void um and then it like I had like a year of that and then I was like oh I'm like bored now I'm gonna take time for myself so Mm -hmm. I just waited for the right one to arrive you know I (laughs) took time for myself I focused on my uni on my friends um and yeah I I had a few shitty um times with boys like I started seeing some absolute tosses but um you know my boyfriend came along and that's when I was like you know what I've been single for three years I need this (laughs) and he was great so he came at the right time he did Okay, I'm going to talk to you about a tweet that I saw um, to move on, transition into the next topic. So I saw a tweet the other day and it was talking about, um, it was on Valentine's Day actually, and it was like, oh, if you book a hotel with your partner and you end up having vanilla missionary sex, they're not the one. And it just made me think like, sex in general, like, I, I saw a lot of debate over this because it was like... I can tell we're going to differ in opinion on this. Because it was it was talking about like how that's kind of saying that you have to be a bit kinky. You have to be this, you have to be that. Like, you know, if you like vanilla sex, then you're not fun, you're boring, stuff like that. But then it was like, is that a bad image to be promoting? Like, it was a guy that was tweeting this. It's like, should should we as women be expected to be a bit kinky and a bit like oh if they don't if they're like a little bit of choking they're boring stuff like that Hmm. like what should that be being said on in like social media if you know what I mean is that point being clear I think the tweet alone if we're just looking at the tweet and it says like if you go to a hotel and you just have like missionary fucking vanilla sex and don't do it or something dump them yeah the tweet initially just the tweet I agree with purely because um I'm paying money or you're paying money or whoever 
to go to a hotel, you know, have a night away. Um, this happened with, I'm sure you may want this saying, my boyfriend currently and his ex. Um, he booked a hotel and they went and she just went to sleep. Like, they literally didn't do anything. Like, nothing. And he was, like, not mad. He wasn't pissed off. He was, like, understandable because he's an angel. Um... But he was sort of like, oh, Thumbs out. you know, you would be naturally. I think so. Yeah. I think if you're expecting, you know, some like, you know, if you're going away, I do believe, you know, you do get a little bit bummed out. Yeah. But um, yeah, I do agree in a sense that I feel like it's a special occasion. You've paid some money, maybe just go a bit out of your comfort zone because you'll be alone. So you can go out of your comfort zone. Um, but in general, no, I don't think you should be shamed if you like vanilla sex, but at the same time, I think it all depends on who you're in a relationship with. If your partner likes vanilla sex and you like vanilla sex, then yeah. have some vanilla sex. If you don't, then don't do it. I mean, either way, sex with the person you love, regardless of what you do, is great. Vanilla or not. Like, I mean, people like vanilla sex, like missionary, like I fucking love missionary. Underrated. It's so underrated. I love missionary. Like underrated. That's not vanilla at all. I think like if you don't like choking, if you don't like being a bit kinky, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, like that's absolutely fine, and you shouldn't be made to feel like you're boring in bed because you don't like that shit. Boys and girls. Boys and girls. Like do you do you? And it's all about experimentation. Like you can speak to your partner about things like oh like oh maybe we should try this or I like a bit of choking mm-hmm. I like and a bit of this like it, then and don't do it, again. don't do it again like if you love someone that's fine like regardless your sex should be good but obviously you know every now and then you're going to want to spice up your sex life if you're with someone for a long time like mm-hmm. it can get bo- not boring you're, it should never get boring with the person you love but it can get a bit like repetitive yeah and you want to try and spice it up try new positions try new things like role play like I don't know whatever the fuck you're into but like you should never be made to feel like, you're boring if you don't like a certain no, thing. I completely agree. And, yeah, like, if it's a special occasion, maybe, like, maybe if you're not into certain stuff, maybe compromise, like, buy some sexy underwear. Or if you're not confident in that, maybe try a bit of role play or maybe be a bit more forward. Maybe you make the move if you never normally make the move. Try a bit mm-hmm. of dirty talk. Like, try what's comfortable so for you. Like things you could do. Yeah, just switch it up a little bit, like... And how to sex in the shower yeah like I mean, that's not good that's no, so overrated or the bath it's yeah, like overrated. the bath makes no sense like it's so messy it's so messy like you're making fucking hur- hurricane you're making like the fucking tsunami in the bath and also like the taps the taps and because you're already wet like the wetness from the water makes, makes you, dry. you dry it's like yeah. not fucking good and I think yeah like just just experiment like you should never be made to feel guilty or bad if you don't like something like yeah. that's never like sex is 100%. a two-person thing like and it's also individual like if you're not happy you're not comfortable mm-hmm. don't fucking do it and if that person makes you feel uncomfortable or has a go at you for that fucking dump them mm-hmm. I'm sorry but yeah, like 100% dump them like They're obviously not right for you yeah 100% and yeah if you love someone sex should be good regardless I just think as well that um it's too taboo like having a conversation with your partner about what you like what you don't like I think people find it embarrassing and I think it shouldn't be no I think it should be so normalized like I feel like you should be able to sit with your partner and go I like this I don't like this I you know do this or even when you're in in the middle of intercourse you know (laughs) just be like oh do this or go there or move this or do that I think that should be normalized because I think it's very taboo at the moment if anything I actually think it's more comfortable to do it mid sex because normally you're kind of everything emotions are everywhere and like things it's a blur it's a blur and you're probably more 
up for yeah. trying things when you're mid sex because you're turned on you're in the mood things are like you're in a fucking dreamland so like <laughs> you might as well just ask mid sex rather than when it's just a bit awkward over a fucking like roast dinner you know I mean? mm-hmm. like so you're like cutting up your turkey like honey um do you think you could try and put it in the uh, in the butt tonight <laughs> and he's like no and you're like oh but I like the butt <laughs> I also think people shouldn't feel um no, shouldn't get angry or offended when people are like, oh, you did this and I'm not a fan, maybe you could do this. I don't mm. think that's something to be offended by. Yeah, like if, say... I'm down for some constructive criticism. Yeah, you know? like give me fucking bullet points while I'm mid... Yeah, give me a journal, like, yeah. write it down. Whilst I'm, you know, whilst I'm on top, tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like, give me some bullet points, give me a pros and cons list of what I'm doing right now. Like, so at the end of the day, it will make both of your lives yeah. better. And if you love someone, like you want to be the best for them, like, and... You're not gonna know how to work everyone's dick, or a guy's not gonna know know how to like work everyone's vaginas. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you are a person, you're an individual person. You like things the way you like them. Mm-hmm. That person's not a fucking mind reader. Like, they're not gonna know. I mean, just don't assume that you know people yeah. like the same thing because, because obviously my ex, my ex didn't like what my boyfriend likes. No, and just it's... because they're not doing it the way you like doesn't mean they're bad. Exactly. Like, you have to tell them how your body Except works. they're used to whoever they did it with last. Yes. Yeah. And they'll get used to your bod and then blow your blow mind, mind, baby. Um, what's your favourite sex position? Sorry to throw that out in the spanner. Ooh. Spanner in the works. Is that the same? Ooh. I'd have to say when I'm laying on my front, on my stomach. Oh, my God, yeah. That, that's good. Yes, that's good for me. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good I like... I like doggy. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. And I really like being on top. Not that I've been on mm. top loads because I used to have fucking massive tits and <laughs> it just hurt. It wasn't a good time. But I feel like I can really express myself now whilst being on top. I feel like that's going to mm-hmm. happen. What's your least favourite? Mine's like what reverse cowgirl. When I'm facing the wall, not my face. I'm like, I'm you're like, just like, there, like, woohoo, this is fun. Literally, I'm looking out the window or looking at the wall, and I'm like, what is this? What am I doing? Like, my boyfriend loves it. So I do it. Because he's in that air. So I, I do it because, you know, I'm, mm. you know, you've got to compromise sometimes. Um, but I'm just sat there, like, looking at the wall, and I'm like, <laughs> just thinking about what, what you're going to have for dinner later. It's like hitting my butt, like, my butt towards my butt. Like I don't like you're. It's like hitting the back of my vagina. I like. I just don't. I don't get I like, it. Like you're looking at the wall. Like that's not like a turn on. Like I want to see your face. I want to see your face. I want to look into your eyes. This is a moment. I'm staring at the fucking wall. Like a fucking. I don't know. If we're getting deep in the questions. Do you prefer pash or, or you know, bit, bit, bit rough? I think it depends on the moment. Moment, and I'm a bit of both. I'm honestly a bit of both, girl. And it depends on the moment. I think. I think I'm less pash. I think. I feel like pash is rare. Not pash. Pash is rare, but good. Are we talking about passionate? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> God, you're just... so old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like pash. What is pash? Pash is like a new form of anal. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. Pash. I don't know. I don't know if it was like gash. Or something. I don't know. Definitely not gash. Pussy pash. Um, <laughs> I think I like, you know what? 
I'm going to talk about it like I'm making my dream coffee. I like a blend of everything. Like, I like it to start off pash. She sat here with a barista, by the way, <laughs> talking about fucking sexy coffee. Coffee with sex in it. Okay, so let me imagine. I go up to the till and they're like, what coffee do you want? I'm like, okay, can I have it like 60% pash and 40% is it rash? <laughs> Rough, rough. <laughs> I have it sixty percent pash, forty percent blast it with a rough, arm. But then blast it with foam. If that makes any sense, it doesn't really. No. But Basically, again, I think I'd like it to start off like a bit pash, and then like because you're so you know into it, it goes mm. a bit rough. But like, I'm not into like. I don't think I'm into like. I'm not. I haven't tried it, but I don't think I'm into like fucking whips and shit. Um, like, I, imagine if my boy, like, whacked out a paddle. Okay, no, not a fucking paddle. Why do I sound so posh right now? Um, no. Normally it's me that sounds No, but, posh. like, soft core. Soft corn? <laughs> I like soft corn. Soft corn. Oh. Like, like, not a fucking paddle, but I'm down to a cheeky, like, tie. Oh, yeah, like being tied up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, go for it, I'm hun. down, I'm down yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's your thought on sex toys with your partner? You know what? I don't know. I think they're great. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Like, my opinion on sex toys is, okay, I was actually having this discussion with my boyfriend the other night. Great. Like, I would be down. Like, mm-hmm. fine. But I'm also not fussed because I'm like, I have a perfectly good dick in front of me. I mean, same. Why would I, I wasn't s- insulting you. Like, why would I... Like, if I'm going to have to pick between shoving a fucking dildo, a plastic dildo at me, and shoving a real dick at me. No, I don't mean... (laughs) What do you mean, then? (laughs) I mean, like, together. Well, yeah, he's shoving a dildo in you. Yeah, no, okay, I don't mean that kind. I mean, like, vibrators and cock rings and, like... Oh, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd feel awkward if he was fucking me without himself. Yeah, just watching me. I'd be like, just put your dick in me. <laughs> you have one. Why? Um, <laughs> really off topic. Moving on. Moving Ooh, on. Confidence. I think that's a big topic to talk about. Okay, go for it. So, uh, how start. do you feel on the lingerie side of things? Now you've had your boobies done, you must feel better. You know, <laughs> you must feel better. <laughs> um, you know, I do. I get my tits out for anyone who wants to see them now. And I don't mean, like, guys, obviously. My boyfriend can see them whenever he wants. But, like, (laughs) in Asta, just, you know, everyone seems a bit... Down the chicken aisle. (laughs) Just, like... Everyone's seeming a bit down these days. I'm like, let's whack the tits out. No, like, I I see my friends and I'm like, do you want to see my tits? Like, not, like, boy guys, like, boy mates. I'm half my Mm. boyfriend. But, yeah, I just happily have them out now. Like, I feel so much more confident in lingerie. Like, I haven't been measured yet um, and I haven't gotten new like proper sexy sets yet but like I'd love to mm-hmm. and I think you know I think that's a fun time I'm also like a bit awkward so like how like I want to be more confident and I think like when you've got your own place and stuff it's a bit easier yeah. like I can't just like stroll around like, stroll <laughs> into the room like hey baby like Mom's get a piece there, of like, this and I'm in like my suspenders um yeah like I think it's I think it's fun but it's also having that confidence to like how do you like like, how would you do it? Like, because you see in movies, they're, like, wasting... But, I mean, obviously, movie stars are fucking unreal. And they're obviously, like, so much makeup and they're made look fit. Mm. But, like, ha- like, what do you do? Do you just lay on the bed with it on? And then, like... I mean, I do Hello, that. honey. Like, okay, I don't do that. What do you do? 
I mean, personally, I feel sexier when I'm in lingerie opposed to naked. Oh, 100%. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather have, have that. Yeah. In, like, some cute pants or, like, you know, Yeah, rather than like, having your flats cute, out. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, some cute, like, you know, bodysuit or something. Yeah. I'd rather have sex. I think, I mean, I'm a little bit different now. I've got new boobs. But I think a bra in boobs is, a uh, bra in boobs? <laughs> boobs in a bra, look like a lacy bra, looks so much sexier than just having them out. Yeah, I feel like, again, linking to our nudes note we have, <laughs> Um, I would rather take nudes and send it to my boyfriend in lingerie than yeah, naked. There's nothing, like... there's nothing sexy about me laying there with my fucking tits <laughs> hanging and my flaps out. Like, there's if I'm like, do you like this? And it's like up my fucking bum hole. Like, as well for me, I'm going to get deep here. I have like crippling body issues. Like, I am a, I am just a not a happy bunny. <laughs> I am in the process of trying to lose weight currently. Um, it's probably not working. But um, I just have really bad self-confidence and body issues. And I, for my whole past relationship of three years, I didn't ever get naked or ever take my top off in front of him. We had sex with jump. Well, I had a jumper on. I'd have a hoodie on. I'd have a top on. I never got naked in front of him, ever. My current boyfriend, I have been naked in front of, which is Ooh, such progress, which means so much better. But I still, you know feel bad and horrible about mm. my body which in turn makes me feel bad for my boyfriend because he probably just wants to see my boobies and he yeah, doesn't he probably wants to see the babies but the like, mamas yeah i just feel like lingerie that compliments your body mm. and you know covers your belly a bit you know i like the mm. little bit of coverage down there yeah it just makes me more I f- and if, i feel like it makes me perform better because i'm not so conscious about yeah what i look like I agree. So, like, mine's kind of similar, like you are with your belly. Like, I've never taken my bra off mm. during sex, unless it's like pitch black, mm. or I'm like, you know, fucked off my face or something, mm. and I'm like, woohoo, I'm a porn star. Yeah, like, and I, like I'm whip a porn my star when I'm drunk. Yeah, and I'm like whipping my bra off. I'm like lassoing my tongue <laughs> in the air, like woohoo. <laughs> um, yeah, like, <laughs> um, but yeah, like now I feel like that's. The place I'm in because I've got new boobs mm-hmm. and because I've worked on myself and spent a lot of money on my boobs. Um, I'm now like whipping it off, like woohoo, everyone! Look at my titties. look at my titties, they don't droop like uh, confidence is. And I think confidence, I mean, we're all self conscious here, like, but confidence does make it a lot of a better experience because 100%. for ages I just felt so bad because I would be like, no, we have to do it with the light off, mm-hmm. or like, no, you can't touch me there. Like, no, my mm-hmm. boobs are like hanging down by my ankles. Like, no, I'm not going on top in case I knock you out with my tits. Um, but now I'm just like, fuck it, fuck this. I've got new tits. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> but um, I think it's yeah. all about yeah finding your own confidence, and that will mm-hmm. make your sexual experience better personally. And being with someone that makes you feel confident. Oh, like at the end 100%. of the day, if someone loves you, they're gonna love everything about 100%. you. Hundred percent. Every time me and Ryan go like into town, he's like, can we go in Summers? Can we go in, you know, can we go in um, Victoria's Secret? Like, he always makes me feel great about my body. Yeah, and that's I important. I just feel better having sex in lingerie or in at least pants, like some nice lacy pants. Like, yeah, I just feel better because um, he accepts that and he really bigs me up and makes me feel great for it. So. Yeah, and if you're with someone that doesn't, then again, dump his ass. Yeah, her ass, whoever's ass. Dump and... their ass. I mean, Speaking I hope... on behalf of, is that a quote from Stranger Things? Where Eleven's like, dump his I've ass. Never, or Max is like, dump his ass. Never watched Strange Things. Oh my god, we're not related anymore. Strange Things is one of my favorite shows. Um, but yeah, if someone's not making you feel comfortable in the bedroom or about your body or about anything, they are toxic, my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and they probably do not like themselves very much. Mm. So get out of that situation before it's too late. 
Um, yeah, it's all about nudes, actually. So I feel like since being older, and I know I've spoken to a few of my friends, I don't know if it's either being older or being a long in a long-term relationship. Like, the nudes just kind of stop. Yeah, I'm taking a lot less. Like, when you first start, there's a lot... Like, when you first start dating, let's say, like, the first kind of six months, it's like the honeymoon period. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, it kind of all should be the honeymoon period, but things do kind of subside. subside. So you've got, like... The first six months, you're sexting, like, 24-7. You're adding, like, rabbits, Mm -hmm. like, nudes. You send in the lingerie shots. You send in the Mm -hmm. booty pics. And then it just kind of fizzles out. And I don't think it's because... It's not because either one of you just... It's not because the relationship's fizzling. No, and it's not because... And I know, like, for a while, this I was getting into my own head, like, oh, they're not attracted to me anymore. We're not sending nudes. We're not sexting. And no, I think it's just because you become... Comfortable. comfortable and also you've learned most things about each other and it's mm-hmm. like but then equally I'm not saying like they should stop completely I think every now and then it's fine mm-hmm. and like you know some days you might have a bit of a flirty day mm-hmm. but like yeah like they just kind of stop and I think that's normal if you're in a relationship for a long time I think that's normal too yeah yeah I do think that's normal I mean yeah I don't think that means that anything's going downhill I if just anything think... it means you're just deeper in love with them I think yeah and it also sometimes if you, like, go without seeing them in a sexual sort of way for a long while and then you actually see them, it just kind of explodes and you, it's great. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like tension's very important. Talking about exploding. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. That just, this just made me think of a side point. What is your opinion on watching porn while you're in a relationship is it cool is it like yeah. your partner vice versa watching okay. porn wanking um etc well, blowing their load let me just say <laughs> over porn just if um, i'm trying to make it <laughs> i'm not like well do you want to hear my opinion yeah okay yeah, you go first. so my opinion is like we all have needs we're not especially if you're in long distance like okay let's talk about it more from like a, a guy's point like a girl with a boyfriend, and you know boy- that your boyfriend watches porn. I'm going to firstly just make a big statement that it's not cheating. No, it's no, 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 Nowhere 100%. And I'm going to make a statement and say it is okay for them to watch porn. I just think it's something you have to accept. Like, it's, I think it's natural to watch porn, but in moderation, because I know being with someone in the past who has watched, who watched a lot of porn, Mm. It affected the relationship in mm. a big way. I think watching it in moderation, you know, sometimes you need to. You know, sometimes I do think, well, he's wanking over another girl having sex. But I asked my boyfriend this, com- we had this conversation. He says they just watch the holes. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't even look at her face. I don't yeah. even look at his face. I don't look at their faces. I look at what's going on. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And a lot of the time I feel like you kind of imagine the person you love doing it. You. I mean, Ryan, I don't think he mind me saying, he doesn't watch porn anymore. He has my nudes. Right. So I think that's great. I mean, I'm all for that. I don't yeah, know. I never say fine. to him, like, don't watch porn. He just yeah. chooses not to, which is fine for I me. think w- watching porn, sometimes I do get a bit insecure about it. I mean, I don't know if my boyfriend watches porn or not. He, him, he can do himself, like... He can do himself. You literally. do you, whatever. But um, I think that... uh. Yeah, it's kind of normal. Like, guys are horny, girls are horny, whatever. And I think it becomes an issue if they're watching too much porn. Yeah. So my ex watched a lot of porn and he would then only really be focusing on 
himself and he would become very aggressive and like mm. almost treating me like I was a porn star yeah. and I was like I'm not a porn star none of that is realistic like mm-hmm. and it made it so uncomfortable or he just and then it would flip to the point where he just never won it because he was just blowing his load too much watching Literally. porn and um it's kind of that balance like I would never have an like I would never tell my boyfriend to stop but I think if I found out he was watching it too All much the time. I would be a bit peed off 100% and I you would I think you could tell You'd be able to tell. I know my friend put her boyfriend on a porn ban because it was affecting their sex life a little bit. Mm-hmm. And through that ban, apparently their sex just was amazing because he wasn't so fixated on porn. And I also feel like if you watch porn too much and you're wanking too much, when you have sex, you're just going to finish so quickly. Yeah. Like, and that's just so fucking lame. Like, why would, like, generally if, you know, you finish quickly, whatever. But, like... If you're with someone who doesn't generally finish quick and then all of a sudden they're finishing quick all the time, mm-hmm. it's like, well, you're watching too much porn and you're not spending time with me. Like, yeah. oh, this sex is shit because you're finishing in two sex. Like, my ex was the type of wanker to uh, go in the toilet before we'd have sex, wank over porn so he'd last longer with me and then come into the room and have sex with me. That made me feel so shit. Ugh, I because hate I'm that. like, you're coming, you're watching a porn star with big tits and one skinny waist and all this and then you're coming into me i fucking hate that i literally was Ugh, like i would be sick so i started saying to him like look, let me do the first part and then we'll just have sex later yeah because i was like it's making me feel shit that's so like, shit. why are you doing that like it just made me feel so bad like you're coming into me after watching that yeah that's so fucking yeah, shit it was shit. like oh i have to get turned on by like some porn and okay, then that makes me sound <laughs> No, that's him. That's no, he'd him only, being a fucking He'd dick. only do it so he could last longer with me. Right, I got you. So he'd only do it, like, because you know you do, like, the, you like, they come first, and then if they come the second time, they'll last longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did it like that. Because it either works that way, or then if someone's having sex all the time and masturbating loads, then when they, they have sex it. with you. Like, say, like, you have someone. But I mean, like, a 20-minute gap. Yeah, that's fine. But, yeah, if you're, like, with someone long distance, let's say, you're only seeing them at the weekend, and then they wank every day. When they're gonna, when you're gonna have sex with them, like at the weekend, they're gonna come so quickly mm-hmm. because they've ingrained that they're having, they're wanking all the time, mm-hmm. and it's like I'd rather you not, and then last like half an hour with me, mm-hmm. have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sorry about that little tangent. I think we kind of talked about everything. We can probably I think we did because I feel like some of these points we can do in another podcast talking about more like turn offs. I want to do a whole podcast on like what guys do wrong in the sense of like just generally what go- what dating advice to guys about what they do wrong. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I just, I also want to do maybe one on girls. Yeah. I mean, we can do it on both. So, like, a podcast on what girls and guys what do. What I've done wrong. Yeah, I want to do a podcast on, like, dating tips and tricks and, like, what we've done wrong in the past in relationships and, like, how we've learned from that and, like. I think just message one of us if you want us to expand on any points we sort of yeah. said in the past. Or talk about anything because, I mean, we're not relationship gurus, but we've fucked up in the past and we've also we've been up. fucked over yeah. so we can give you the full shebang about everything and we're just two normal gals living a normal gal life mm-hmm. and trying to help as many people as we can by our information that we've got so i think at the end of every podcast we should have our five summary points like we did for the other one. Oh yeah good good point let's five name our five points. summary we're taking it in turns again you go first go so one, one don't you ever feel pressurised in a sexual situation to do something that you're not comfortable with. If you are, dump their ass. But also leaning on that, try new things, you know. Yeah. Leaning on that point, try new things. Number two, um, 
find ways that you can feel sexy and confident and implement them into your life, even into your daily life. Just find ways where you feel most sexy and most confident. Number three. Number three is if you're not ready to lose your virginity, don't fucking lose it. But equally, it's okay to kind of lose it to someone as long as you trust them and they trust you. Mm-hmm. Number four. four. Emotional connection is very very important when you're having sex with people I feel like it makes it better in a sense if you're looking for the emotional connection Mm. but if you're not looking for the emotional connection then just focus on the sex but don't be misled like I was yes (laughs) number five uh number (laughs) is it is yeah just have Fun. Be young. Be carefree. Be single. Don't think about things. If you want to try a bit of role play, you do that. But yeah. make sure both of you are consenting to whatever Consent. you do. That's point five. Consent. Consent. Consent is the magic. I mean, we didn't mention that word through the whole podcast, yeah. but that is the magic word point of the podcast. Five. Consent. Consent. Always. Forever and Every always. Time. And hold no your peace. What the situation? No consent, baby. Every time. Anyway. That is episode 24 of the Lost Scout podcast completed. We've completed it. And it was a long but fun podcast, I think. Mm-hmm. And it just shows like how much I'm a lot more happy when I'm doing a podcast with you because it's oh. just we can chat and it's more honest and I don't feel awkward talking about things. And like I feel like I can talk about stories more with you and like in mm-hmm. situations and, you know, that that stuff. It's great. Yeah. But yeah, comment. Comment. It's not a YouTube video. But yeah, message us. I mean, Alice is going to be also helping with the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so message us. Follow us both. Is a Mayjai and... Uh, underscore Ali underscore M-A-I underscore. <laughs> All our information will be on this like the description and also if you head over to the lost gal podcast all our information will be over there do email on the lost gal podcast at gmail.com if you've got any topics any questions anything you want us to discuss um you want it yeah anonymous like 100 percent confidentiality and um we i tend to post questions on my instagram like um, of topics that are going to come up if you want to drop any of your questions over there um stay keep an eye safe. on that stay safe in this current climate with coronavirus please wash your hands, wash your hands. um stay stay clean stay safe stay hydrated stay humble stay vibing and stay sexy exactly and we will see you in well you'll hear us you'll hear us in the next podcast bye guys bye.